Matteo. Fucking, they've been badging me for weeks to do that. I know. Okay, so we are ready to rock and roll. Okay, so that's that down, that's that down. And we have a surprise tonight. We've had a report from the roving Ulez Slade Runner, Dale. <laughs> Dale called me up, right? So I've um, recorded a, a short snippet from him to add to what we've got going on as breaking news. All right? He's not, he's not admitting to criminal damage, is he? No. Because <laughs> we're beating shit for that. Oh, we're leading. Are we going to be leading with the uh, the Labour one first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the national, in it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Papers. That's right. All right. Everybody, okay? Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Here we go. Let's get this in. All right. Quiet in the studio. We're rolling, and the Raven is not here. We don't know where he's at. We hope he's been kidnapped by somebody in Hamas. <laughs> not gonna get that look, yeah. <laughs> and we're not gonna pay the ransom either. Well, it's only two camels. <laughs> you go find a camel at Chester Zoo. Go ahead. Here we go. I think we've already got one. Unlucky Steve. All right, here we go. That'll be quiet, innit? All right. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Abfab, your absolutely fabulous digital pub landlord of that fabulous digital pub called Cheshire Matters. Obviously, you know that my name is Jonathan Starkey, and we haven't got the Raven with us tonight. For some reason, he's not here. We think it's a technical issue. I think Hamas have been trying to actually get rid of him. <laughs> they, they don't want him. They're fed up. They can't get a word in edgeways. Anyway, here we go. Say hello, Statsman. Good evening, you fine people. And of course, our absolutely fabulous, lovely listeners. Indeed. Well. Yeah. Indeed. And also that wonderful man who they call the gazelle. The wonderfully slender <coughs> man called Trevor Nichols. Good evening, everybody. And it's uh, nice to hear from you. Not that you are made from you. I mean, you're in full. Yes, safe. indeed. Oh, well. Look at that. There's still music. <laughs> Because the raven usually eats it all up, but the music is still there. I'm, do you know what? I'm almost as happy as the gazelle is over what's happening in Warrington. But enough of that. We will talk about that later. Talk about it later. Right, okay, well, let's get straight on with the roundup. And how about this? The top chef charging £110.80 for a fish and chips supper for two. Must be worth it. <laughs> Big fish. A bit, you're kidding. Like a shark. <laughs> no, it isn't. It <laughs> isn't like that. You'd be looking at a really big Moby Dick for that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Tom Kerridge's posh take on the British classic to the test. And uh, it was a reporter from the Mail, Jan Moyer, who went down to go check it out. So fish and chips, twice with bread and butter and two nice cups of tea. There you go. That's it, yeah, well, £110.80. You can understand it. Yeah, butter's gone through the roof, and it's the price of it now. <laughs> and bread, yeah. No way. You know. Listen, I, I, I was over in the Lake District about a month ago now, and I went out to get fish and chips, and you wouldn't be looking at any change out of £25. Well... 
That's for one portion. So you're looking at £50 there for two, aren't you? Well, that's more expensive than Fortnum and Mason at the Royal Exchange. £26.88 per head, including tartar sauce and 12.5% oh, yes. service. How about that? 12.5% service. I know. I mean, why would anybody pay for service? Depends what the service is like, I suppose. Well, yeah, you might have a point there. Anyway, fears are growing in the Middle East conflict, and they're considering that it's a tinderbox waiting to catch fire, as if we didn't know that. Well. Yeah. 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 Full of revelations, the media, aren't they? Yeah. realize that one. Did anybody know that Noddy Holder had cancer? Oh, no. Yeah, he well. did. He did. He, he, he's got cancer oh. and he's described as pioneering cancer treatments. He went on some new treatments and it appears to have helped him. Oh, that's good. That's good yeah. So there it is. Okay. How about this one? Andrew Neal, your favorite, favorite person, Mark. He mm. is now saying that. No longer will politicians be able to promise us the moon. And why would that be? <laughs> no one believes them. <laughs> it's, a, it's simply because the era... Someone already, owned, someone already owns the moon. The era of cheap money is over. You know, so somebody's got to get some honesty into what's going on. <laughs> honesty. I mean, I'm using that word... I'm using that word talking about British politics. Sorry, Trevor, what were you going to say there? I'm just saying, well, we're really being enlightened tonight, aren't we? Indeed, indeed. And uh, <laughs> Jacob Rees-Mogg is accusing, accusing, accusing Labour of stealing their clothes over tax cuts. So the Conservatives want to give tax cuts, but they can't. You know, I can't see how they're going to be able to do it because there is just one point now. I mean, who the hell would want to steal Jacob Reed's mug suits? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah. To be so, honest, if they just stop squandering our money abroad, we might be able to afford it, you know. Well, here's one for Trevor. Trevor, the government have warned councils to end their four day week now. Yes. Four how about that? Week. Yeah, totally agree with that. Right. Well, the government told them to town halls to scrap the plans and end trials immediately amid deepening row over worse service for residents. Now, you oh. should know about bad service, Trevor. We heard all about bad service in your area. We heard all about it. Go ahead. Bad service? How can it get any worse? <laughs> I'm just going to say, are they actually doing four days? Because it doesn't really feel like it. Indeed. I'll tell you what, after six days, you wouldn't notice it. No. Okay, sad story. Matthew Perry, the friend oh. star, uh, has died aged 54 in what they are describing it as an accidental drowning. You know, mm. I, I don't think they should be going into too much detail uh, now that the man is dead. I, I think this is bizarre, me, because um, he is an image of one, well, one of my best friends ever, Richard. Oh, yeah. And Richard, the, 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 they are the image of each other, honestly. And, and Richard took his life at 59, he was. Yeah. Uh, sorry, 49, sorry. I do apologise, 49. Yeah, I understand but that. This Matt's gone a few years, literally years after. And he, he looks the same as if it's just a strange thing. 
I know it's too it's too young, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Too young, too young. And let's end on a happy note. Nigel Farage is in discussions for one million. I'm a celebrity deal. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. So he's talking about getting. A, I mean that the money just keeps coming to that guy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yep, he just... He's just got nowhere to bank it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has. He has, he has, know, he has. Sure. There it is. That's the stories from my roundup. Anybody got any comments that they want to make themselves before we move on to the national? No, I mean, there's only... I mean, the whole everything's happening. The whole universe is in Warrington at the moment. Not even obviously they're not. I know. <laughs> We're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. Okay, well, also, oh, I almost forgot. We had a call this evening in from our roving reporter in London about you, Les. And let's have a listen to see what he had to say. Are you ready? Obviously, you know it's Mr. Dale, a.k.a. Dilly Dally. And he has been Dilly Dallying. Have a listen to this. All right, and we have with us tonight that man, that man who is the ULES champion of Warlingham. This is Mr. Ian Dale. Ian Dale, give us a breakdown on what's going on at the moment. Yeah, hi there, John. Yeah, this is uh, Ian Dale from the streets of South London. We've been uh, looking at the, uh, they're called the, the ULES van runners. People may have heard the blade runners. People are taking down cameras, spraying cameras. Now, I don't condone any of that action. But really, what's happening on the streets of London uh, is absolutely phenomenal. I've never seen anything like it. People are, are, grou- are grouping together. They're, uh, as soon as there's a van parked up, they'll join the van. They'll stop the camera from taking pictures of the cars. Uh, today, there was a van in a road specifically outside of school, no less. What? And, uh, it's a little rat run outside of school just to get people that are picking up their little children from school, perhaps. And... Um, Half past two, a yellow line came into force. Uh, parking warden turned up, took a photo. Ten minutes later, came back and stuck a ticket on the van. <laughs> I have never seen so many people cheer at a traffic warden in all my life. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, and that is what I would term to be a no can do. <laughs> no can do. It's bringing communities together here in South London. People are turning up with flasks pouring down with rain you've got people with dogs flasks all coming together and the majority of them i have to say have actually got compliant cars but out of principle what they're seeing going on here is wrong because they're just putting vans in places specifically to catch people uh, where they might be just going about their daily lives or some people just live in a road and it's a cul-de-sac it's got a van on it and all they're doing is catching people that are trying to get out of their drives and go somewhere outside the zone so it's going to cost you twelve fifty if you live twenty yards inside the zone and you want to go go out somewhere. Oh, that's no good. Uh, I'll keep you updated, John. Indeed. But, uh, well, South we thank London you very much for that. Thank you very much for that update, sir. And uh, we'll try and get this out tonight. There we go. That's Ian Dale. Are you Les? Well, he is our Slade runner. Is that right, <laughs> Noddy? <laughs> All right, sir. It's Christmas. That is it. Okay, sir, take it easy. Bye. Well, there you go. What did you think of that? Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Well, that's... Good for abiding people. Bring it on. Yeah, well, the van got a a ticket from the traffic (laughs) warden. (laughs) It was parked in the wrong place at the school. Uh, I wonder if if that will ever get paid. (laughs) 
you know, it's good. It's good spirit. Good to see everyone coming together to fight corruption. Indeed, yes, indeed, indeed. That's the way of hope. it. There's still hope. Now, anyway, I think we're going to move on to the national there. Trevor, move a little bit closer to your mic for me, please. That microphone, we've got a funny thing going on tonight with all this... Um... This technology, I think. I that's know, what... I know. It's all new. It's all new, but it'll come out in the mix, I assure you. Right. Well, we're going to go on to the national, and obviously, everybody knows what that is all about. All these resignations from Labour councillors who quit over Keir Starmer's Israel Gaza stance. Okay. Well, I'm going to pass it over to Statsman because this is the man with the uh, with the words. Go ahead, Stats. What do you want to say? I was just waving them all goodbye, but yeah. No, Jesus, even yeah, flip-flop Starmer, the hypocrite, he, he can't even support Israel's defence against jihadis, can he? No. Well, this backlash speaks volumes. Indeed. Uh, at, at first, I thought they must be upset about the Met Police not arresting people for inciting racial, racial hatred, but then I remembered it's okay when they do it. Just before we go into that, actually, let's just remind ourselves of who has been arrested for inciting racial hatred and racially aggravated public order offences. Go ahead. Was it Casey Hopkins and Tommy Robinson? No. Was it Britain First or Nigel Farage? No. Was it UKIP? No, because none of them are racist. It was those among the people holding Palestine flags and socialist workers' flags. You know, the self-proclaimed anti-racists. Oh, yeah. I get you. <laughs> Irony. Irony is astonishing. Oh, um, this thing with, with Starmer and all these, it's the same thing when the people from a certain group don't get their own way. And they stamp yep. the feet, don't they, and have a fit like children. I'm not playing. Do what I say or else. Yeah. Basically, it's the saying, support what I want you to, what I like, or we'll quit. Well, do you yeah. know what? Off you pop. Because it appears even Labour don't want them. No. The, it's no, a, it's a bit like the rest of the Middle East with Hamas and the Palestinians. Yeah. They don't want well, them. Well, it is. You've had shadow cabinet members threatening to resign, but they still haven't, have they? Well, let's see it happen. I mean, the more of them that resign... Yeah, on the shadow cabinet, the better. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I call it Starmer's purge. See, he seems to be going quite well, actually. All the Marxists, the anti-Semites. He's probably the only one actually left who's fighting racism, while all the others accuse people who aren't racist while ignoring their own doing it. I suppose it's easier, but cowardly. I think, actually, the Conservatives should take an ex follow his example, take a leaf out of Starmer's book, and use this tactic to rid these this country of these dive. Uh, diverse not go ahead say it again take it easy i know you're getting excited divisive by this. Uh, divisive people spreading hate yeah. no i am getting excited because it, it it's the left isn't it let's face it there's no place for this here this is england not lebanon so if anyone feels that strongly i think off your pop should go fight over there rather than shouting i don't know was it in yeah. for tigo yeah <laughs> in for Tarda, or whatever it is because it doesn't do anything it's just fair to signal isn't it oh yeah totally i am pretty resign <laughs> well, hey, the way it's yeah. going you never know <laughs> do you think it'll happen I don't think so mm. do you think she will no. she resign now she she's a, a life victim she's not going to resign well no. so it's the foot soldiers you know the cannon fodder that are resigning and you know when you look at all the names you can see the reason why they have resigned because they are all of that uh, it looks like they're all of an Islamic bend in the way that they think. I mean, the names just give it away. You know, Ama Abdul Latif, Shasta Aziz, Amar Latif, Usman Bamia. Okay. 
Mm. You know, that's the way it is. And we've got some English names amongst them. Imogen Thomas. Uh, she was listed below. Announced on Friday evening they were resigning from Oxford City Council over the Labour leadership's refusal to condemn collective punishment for Palestinians. I, well, they started it. You know, I, I just can't get over I mean, did anybody see that story about that young girl that was beheaded? I, there's, there's, there's many like that. Oh, there's just tons of them. Mm, I mean, yeah. just think of the way that the parents felt finding out that she was beheaded. And the Israeli government said, we're sorry. You know, this, she, she met a very, very heinous death. And she was just, well, she was just at a, a music festival. That's all, it, that's all she was doing. She was just enjoying a music festival. I'm, I'm sorry, but I've got, I've got absolutely no sympathy with the Palestinians whatsoever. And I'm sorry to say, you know, people will criticize that. But no, I, no, 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 no. Just think of those 1,400 people that were killed. As far as I'm concerned, I stand with Israel because they're one of the few few uh, religions over there that don't say they're going to come and wipe us out. That's it. I mean, the only point of the Islamic extremists is to wipe out other religious belief systems. And why would you want to deal with that? I'm sorry, but no. No, 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 no. So if they want to go, bye, carry on, keep going. And, and I don't think that uh, Keir Starmer is really that bothered about them leaving. Anybody else? No, I think you've got to be allowed to have your say, exactly as you are doing now. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to be allowed to have your say. Well, I mean, Israel didn't bring it on. No, they didn't. It was started by Hamas, and now they will suffer the consequence. Well, I don't like seeing what I'm seeing on these TV reports, and I don't like I don't like to see it. But the point is, they did bring it on themselves. Yeah, they always do. Yeah, they go around bombing Manchester children's venues. Yeah, they bring it on themselves. Yeah, I can go with that. I can go with that. Well, a number of sources from Wednesday from the Wednesday meeting held between Sakia his deputy Angela Rayner and about a dozen Muslim MPs, including Shadow Exports Minister Absal Khan, another Khan, <laughs> described it as a constructive exercise in which grievances were shared. But they're still on the resignation list. It's funny, that, isn't it? Yeah. I think there's over 150 Muslim Labour councillors who, all, they've written, as you said before, have written to him. And the demand in the party calls for an immediate ceasefire. Oh. Now... That's not going to do anything at all. Do they really think, after what Hamas did in Israel, that the Israelis are going to listen to Labour? No. It's just totally pointless. It solves nothing. Yeah, it's not going to It's, it's, it's not just support happen. my cause or we'll go. Well, as you just said, Tarah, then go and start your own party. Yep. Oh, that's right, they have. Well, good luck with that, because that's totally unconstitutional, by the way, as well. No foreign law or power to rule over us. It's in our Bill of Rights. Yeah, so but you're what's thinking the king going to do party, about it? What's the king going to well, do Well, he's meant it? to be the defender of, the, of everything, really, but he's a bit pointless as well. Exactly. Because if, yeah, if you think of an Islamic party gets in, well, what are they going to implement? Yeah, Sharia. Exactly, and that's that's unconstitutional, and the whole reason the Constitution was, well, one of the reasons it was created. Go on, Trevor. This country should be one law for all. 
one mm. law. There should be no pandering to Islamic beliefs where the law is concerned. That's it. End of story. Exactly. This is, well, I won't say Great Britain at the moment, but this is Great Britain. Now, I'm just going to have a quick rant over this. Now, Labour, we've covered a couple of these points as we've been speaking, but Labour seems to be plummeting like a lead balloon over the Middle East. Oh, yeah. Labour councillors are resigning, as we've said, and they're actually leaving the party. And again, I say, I wonder if that coincides with the new Islam political party that's been announced this week. And as Mark says, another 150 Muslim Labour councillors have written um, to him over to Starmer over the stance on, on his stance on Israel. Now, I state, Mr. Sir Keir Starmer, a knight of the realm, running the working man's party of Great Britain. Into the ground, hopefully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, Mr. Starmer, you cannot run with the hair and hunt with the hounds. To be a true leader, you have to be decisive and not keep flip-flopping. Only you can you lose your grip on the next election. Oh, but it's it, definitely it, Labour. It, it, well, it's the Conservatives to lose... Right. Well, Labour just have to stop and not have any problems. Simple well, as that. That's not, that's not happening at the moment. No, that's right. And, you know, even a shadow cabinet are going against him. This is why I love politics. He has the power in the palm of his hands at the moment. And now he's trying to catch it like the greased pig. Squeal, Mr. Stan, squeal. That's all I can say. Which and is I hope it's all falling apart. Because the bloke is not a leader. No, he isn't. He hasn't got it. But who else amongst Labour has? Well, <laughs> that's what you stuck with, isn't what it? What about our glorious MP, Justin Manners? Has he got that leadership quality? No. Nope. Uh, Could he go on to, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, with Nigel? Uh, nope. What about our leader of our great council, Cheshire Western Chester? The one who supports your man that's leaving, Mr. Ross Bowden, Louise Gittens. Has she got that zest? Uh, it. Well, mm. who has? Come on. Who's got it? It's got to be the Raven. <laughs> yeah. I think they should send me to the jungle and leave him there. <laughs> it was the Raven. Yeah. <laughs> raven. yeah with, kangaroo, with kangaroo testicles. <laughs> well, he eats them anyway, I either. Oh, I told uh, you. Go on, Mark. Well, he might as well do because he always speaks a load of balls, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Right. You know, I, I keep saying this. I hate it when all this stuff spills out onto our streets, but I actually think we should use this issue to our advantage. Yeah. So, it's if Palestine belongs to someone and they can fight to defend it, or vice versa with Israel, then England belongs to the English and we can fight to defend it, because currently it's being sold out by traitorous socialists, well, oh, yes. the fake, fake conservatives. There's no it's doubt being invaded by half of Africa and Asia, and it's being made poor by globalists. But these, like, these protests, don't do it their way, because these po protests are pointless. So they're screaming at no one, spitting out the dummies. Does it change anything? No. No, it doesn't look at France. Absolutely not. It's absolutely pointless for what we need to achieve. What we need is a political revolution, not calling each other names in the street. It's very low IQ. Yep. We need to actually get back to how we won Brexit, build a political movement at grassroots, stop saying, it can't be changed, it's too late, we can't do this. Yep. That's just so negative. That's what they want. So they've done it, they did it in America with Trump, all right, they've had a bit of a stumbling block with Biden, but I, hopefully they'll get back there. Italy have managed to turn it around a bit. 
Germany have got the AFD growing rapidly. Sweden now have totally turned it around and they're trying to clamp down on the migration. And France, to be fair, they're not too far off, are they, with, with Le Pen? Yet we're just stuck with these red and blue donkeys, aren't we? Because yeah. no one will get off the lazy backsides and fight politically as one group with one aim. So does that mean but that you're not going to join the new Islam party? I don't know what I might do, actually. <laughs> Are you going to pass, in, you're gonna pass the test? You're going to have to recite the Quran. I'd probably do better. I never said something. Trump just said them. I said, well, the new Islam party actually go down a bomb, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, this this protesting thing doesn't change the sausage, does it? No. I mean, and the problem with that is some of these people, again, are really low IQ sheep. They're just on a bandwagon. So I was watching a video the other day and they're singing, Infatada. It was hilarious listening to some of, the, some of these white liberals. They don't even know what they're saying. Half of them sound like they're singing, we like lager, it's in the car, yeah. It, they didn't even know what they're saying. That they should be, that should be on subject. a political version of Peter Kay. Remember oh, when he did those songs? Yeah. And the words actually came out a lot different when he when he spoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, the situation's far more nuanced and some people are just jumping on a bandwagon. But I think for us to turn this country around, we use this to our advantage. Yep, I would agree you with know? you. I would agree with you. Have a last word on that, Trevor. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, these things are falling in our hands now. If you notice, this is what we've been saying for years. What, yeah. resignations? Yeah, resignations and all that look. But actually, things are turning round. They are starting oh, to turn. Oh, I think... I it think... will run its course. Wokeism. There's yeah. not much wokeism knocking about it. No, it's all getting hammered. And also... Well, there is, but there's distractions, isn't there, you see? Well, yeah, but yeah. everybody's getting to the, fe- to the field now. Why are we putting up with this crap? It's as simple as that. Why are we putting up with it? Like the ULAS? Yep. That we've just heard about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, what you know what they're I mean, doing now? Just a quickie, sorry, Trevor. Just a quickie. You know when the poles are actually knocked over, people are actually because they're hollow. To stop them being able to be put back up again by uh, people fixing them and putting poles in the center of the hollow centers, people are going in now and they're filling it up with concrete, <laughs> with water, so they can't actually fix them. You know the bases, so they've actually got to rip the whole base out in order to put a new uh, no post up. It's as simple as that. They're not. They're we not are, backing yeah. down. People are. We hating. are getting to a stage of it's not civil unrest, but it's certainly public unrest. People have had enough. Yeah, they yeah. have. They're getting squeezed until they squeak. Yeah. I mean, this Labour Party at the minute. It. I mean, imagine if all these um, these Muslim MPs. I mean, you've got to call them that. The MPs, whatever they are, councillors, yeah. MPs, they all go to the new Islam Party. This this Labour Party will collapse. Yeah. And then you're going to have a fraction of the left and sort of centre anyway that are going to split. Yeah. You, 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 you'd be looking for the Labour Club with them. Yeah. I know. It's, it, There's it, no the, Labour Club's going these days. The time's right, isn't it, for, for someone to come in and fill the void? Yeah. Because you've got the, con, the fake cons, they're just collapsing. They just they, they know exactly what's wrong. They told us what's wrong. They know they cause it, but yet they won't fix it. I just think we roll with the the ULES vibe and the Brexit thing, and we go with that again. And I think that's the only way we f- we're going to fight well, back politically, uh, well, get that spirit. The the, the uh, reform UK party. Stay I'm right there. Re- that was so clear. That was really really good. Well, I can't I can't sit like that on that. <laughs> oh, that sounds really really good. Well, I tell you what, bring it look a bit closer like that. How does oh, that that's, sound? that's better. There we go. 
So what I was saying was you've got Reform UK now that have rebranded uh, at the conference, which is about three weeks ago, and it's now called Reform UK, the Brexit Party. The Brexit Party? They've gone back to Reform UK, the Brexit Party. Now, I think I have, I've been discussing this with the uh, middle-archy. I won't say with the hierarchy, not directly, but I've certainly been discussing it with the middle-archy. And you haven't been discussing it with the hierarchy? Not the, <laughs> not I've not quite got into, into it that far yet. But I've been mentioning for a long while that as I'm travelling around, as I do daily, and, and come across, uh, I meet people. Are you talking dead. about me, landlord? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, Jonas. Sorry. Rudely interrupted by uh, Stephen's mate in Wales. <laughs> yes. But I keep talking to people about the Reform Party, and they say, "Who?" I said, "Well, you've heard of the Brexit Party, haven't you?" Oh yeah, yeah, no, them. So I think it's an absolutely cracking move. Yeah. To connect the two again, that it's now the Reform Party, the Reform UK, and the Brexit Party. I think that's good. Just well, saying. If well, anybody's lost for voting for anybody new, there we go. They should have really maybe called themselves the Real Conservative Party. Yes. Hey, I like it. I like Just it. Just steal the thunder. Not that there's much to steal. Well, apart from that, I mean, because I think that's exactly what Keir Starmer's trying to do. He's trying, as Jacob Rees-Mogg said. He's trying to steal conservative clothes because yes. he wants to capture that conservative vote and get rid of all the lefty socialist side, you know, within within the Labour Party. And if he can if he can do that, then he stands a good chance of actually getting in without the left. Go ahead, Trevor. So my thoughts on that, Mister Landlord. Are we yep. saying that uh, Sir Stammer is racist against who? You us? Who? No, against the Muslims, the Muslim party, well, because he uh, wants to move over. Who cares? Limited votes, and he wants to rid <laughs> the Labour Party of the Muslim and anti-Semitic um, factor. Well, no, he's just getting rid of the real racists, as I said before. He's the only yeah. one who's actually fighting racism he's, out of all of them, isn't he? Yeah, he has. Give he, him his due, like. Yeah, he's make, give him his mm. due. Sorry, was that a pun? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a joke. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, let's move on to even happier news. And this is with the gazelle. Go on, gazelle. You've got to tell us. I mean, what's the, what is the news that's going Theme on in tune. Warrington? The, Theme wa- tune. the Warrington. It's actually Worry Nation's time. Anyway, it is it is Worry Nation Street. Thank you, Mr. Landlord. One point eight billion in debt going to be moving to two point three, and it's all Chicken due to who is it? Go ahead, sir. Mr. Rust, 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 Rusty <laughs> Bowden. Right. Uh, go ahead. Right. So I'll begin then. Now, what a week in Worry Nation Street. Indeed, another stunning week down the back passage stroke ginnel of my Warrington at Warren Nation Street. Indeed. As you might have heard in the news, it even made the BBC news. Have you seen it on the BBC? No, I don't watch that garbage. No, well, I don't, but I I only seen it come up. It popped up on my phone that it's been on the BBC news. That's our very colourful Labour Council leader, Russ Bowden, Aka Rusty. Aka Rusty Nail. Aka Rusty Nail has decided to not seek re-election. And did you note, did you note 
that Louise Gittens said, oh, it's a terrible loss. Oh, it's a terrible loss. Of course it's a terrible loss. Yeah. And as, as I was driving home today, I, I couldn't but be amazed by the the bunting and the number of street parties that's being arranged. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only me. <laughs> then, hot off the press, are you ready for this now? Deputy Dog has announced that she's not seeking re-election. Is this the financial person? The financial person. Yes, Cathy Mitchell. The one that's actually been orchestrating and balancing the books. Balancing. She's been balancing all the books, that's what she said. With massive weights on one side, yeah. Yeah. 1.8 billion of them. Come on. Risky weights. Now... And I've got to say, being on her actual remit, because she actually runs all the uh, the Waddington transport, by the way. Remember oh. that? Remember there's 14 buses running around with no web of tees? <laughs> well, that was Cathy. That's on Cathy's watch, right? <laughs> uh, you, can't, well, you can't put it all on her. I mean, you know, she's not a mechanic. No, 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 no. I'm not putting it all on her. And I just want to she say might, that... She I, might actually be a mechanic and be employed by the council as a mechanic now. It seems as though that she's going to be leaving. Go on. Well, of course, she might be before long. She's certainly looking for another job anyway. Now, first we had Bowden. Now we've got the other one, Mitchell. And if you pardon the pun, it's like council buses. They're all coming along at once. Oh, what? Now, there's only one big one to go now. Brewmed. Yes, Mr. Stephen Brewmed. Mm. Who I state, listen to what I'm saying tonight. He will go very quickly. He won't follow him like they did. Don't forget, Mr. Bowden announced it on a Saturday, and I don't even think, my personal feelings are, I don't even think Kathy Mitchell knew about it because she announced it within 24 hours. Now, Mr. Broomhead, I think we'll drag it out a little bit longer, but I state on this podcast tonight that he will go pretty quickly with retirement on ill health issues. Ill health? <laughs> this man is the Usain Bolt of council. It's a fine specimen. You are, like, yeah. Like the raven. It's, well, it is a Usain Bolt, but I mean, I'd, I'd say a useless Bolt, but anyway. <laughs> now, they've both wrote glowing accounts of themselves. <gasps> now, self-recommendation, don't forget, self-recommendation is no They place. should have got you to write their eulogy, sir, their professional eulogy. I, I, I mean, I could pick both of these letters apart but I'm saving that for a later podcast. And maybe, just maybe, even a full-hour special on Warrenation Street. Yeah. And I just wish to point out that while Russ Bowden has been leader with Cathy Mitchell, his uh, deputy dog... Were you going to say it like in maybe, a French voice? Cathy Michel. Michel. I don't feel very French about her, actually. And she wouldn't certainly want to get a French letter off. Ah, anyway, bon. So... <laughs> Her deputy dog for nearly five years now. You do realise that the accounts have not been signed off. Yeah, but she said she balanced the books. Whilst them two have been in power, the accounts have not been signed off, right? Well, the government's going to come in and sign them off. That's Ah, why they're getting out. Quick. They're coming coming next, aren't they? I've just made a note here. Something big is coming. That's why they're out. That's why they're leaving the ship. And I will say... Right again at this minute, there is no sign of the Charlotte Pimpinel. <laughs> I bet she's keeping her head down. 
So Rusty, Rusty dodged the soap, and now he's going to dodge the vote. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, something big is coming along that railroad. I think the government has already warned them. I think so. Listen, I've known that bloke for about eight years, and I, my personal opinion, which you cannot stop me from stating, which is not a high one of him, especially professionally. No, it's not a high one professionally. No, it's not. And I've had many a debate about him about this money. Indeed. And my personal opinion of him is he's one of the most arrogant people I've ever met in politics. And I'll tell you what, and I've been in politics 30, what, 40 years? Yes. At least 40 years. You've been the mouth, mouth, the mouth of opposition in a warring turn. I have for a, oh, I say over 40 years. I think started when I was just I, I didn't that. know that you were that old. When were you born? 18, four, sorry. Yeah, no, I get, well, actually got out the perambulator if you want to start getting fussy about things. But when I climbed out the perambulator, I started getting into local politics. And what were you I'll in, like, what? sort of in your pram with your mother saying, Mom, don't vote for him. Don't vote for him, Mom. And you were only three at the time. Yes. And that's that stuck in my mind because I listened to a lot my mother said, and my father. <laughs> and I think it's right. Yeah. So, anyway, I wish you well, Mr. Bowden. Yes. No, I don't. I don't Goodbye. Make your exit quick. Go. Anyway, Bye-bye. I've been watching this meeting tonight at the town hall, which has been, uh, I've been watching it with um, with very keen eyes tonight. You can get it on and, playback. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up later on. I mean, I was going to go to the meeting tonight, but we've decided to rearrange things. Yes. And uh, one of the comments was the sofa surfer has just turned up now. He's a little bit late. Now, him being a sofa surfer, as we all know, with his family, and he stated in his resignation letter, or his standing down letter, I should say, that uh, it was for family reasons and all that, and apparently the family don't know anything about it. They said they're not even bothered whether he goes off stage. Is that right? Is that right? Where was that? Yeah, he stated in his letter that he's he's had a lot of pressure over the last uh, year or so, uh, you know, for this false accusations and all this lot. And his family commented. No, no, that was a bit of flippancy, that on my part. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Go ahead, Mark. I, I, was just, I was just about to ask if they had a, if they given a reason. Um, so you've half answered it. What about uh, Mitchell? She said, why is she stepping down? Uh, no, she just said, uh, it's time to move on, blah, blah, blah. We need more women in politics. Uh, so she's stepping down. Yeah, but she's stepping down. <laughs> so we need more <laughs> women down, in politics, I but mean, she's stepping down. You can make out of that what you want to make out of it. And, uh, yeah, and how she's done a cracking job and how she's balanced all the books as being the financial whatever. $1.8 in debt, which is going to rise, they say. With failings. And with failings, rate, predicted to rise to $2.3 billion. Yeah. They've been advised by the government to sell off some of the assets to try and recoup some money. But, uh, as we know at the moment, the assets are not selling. So this is exactly what I said to him on one conversation. What qualification have you got to spend my council tax? And they've got no liability to those debts whatsoever, even though they are responsible. Ah, now, just quickly, the the Raven put up the other day that this went on in Blaken, and somebody said that the on the housing trust side of it, that some of the councillors uh, were made directors of that particular 
um, area that they were in with rehousing, etc. And I pointed out that as directors, they need to be really careful over this because if that goes belly up, any of those investments go belly up. If them, those councillors are directors of that particular company, they are liable for the debt. So they want to be very, very careful. Yeah. And one other very, very quick update is the ward that I'm in, the Orford ward, when I stood last time as an independent, the three councillors have now withdrawn. They're all Oh, uh, my. Oh. Does that mean you're, you're in by default? Ah, well, they're, they're saying they're standing down at the next election. Now they've only got one person to stand at the moment because they're struggling to get people to stand. Oh, well, that's that's a good sign. Plus the fact that the rest of the Labour councillors are are resigning from the Labour Party. So that's all fair and well. That's all good. Oh, I am running good. around Wellington like a dog with two willies at the moment. <laughs> I am absolutely <laughs> over the moon. Sorry, let me just get that in there. I'll just put it in straight away, just to just to show good faith with the listeners. Okay, when he said willies, I meant to go like that. Okay, there you go. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> yeah, on a serious note, though, these people are jumping ship. But again, it's going to come back to this theme, accountability. So they can basically just put all the people of Warrington in massive debt, just basically botch the economy in Warrington and yeah. then just all disappear into all the night. Walk and, away. and then and then praise themselves and everyone around them praises them. What Honest a good job. God, these people just oh, they make me angry, I'll be honest. Well the reason Where's the accountability? Well, not well, indeed. That's the reason why I think people like Louise Gittens are saying it's, you know, it's basically a sad loss because she's got nobody else to actually say, well, he's got a bigger debt than me. <laughs> No, they don't even get voted the shame of being voted out. They don't even have the shame of being voted out. There's going to be no consequences. It's Indeed. just we've come in, we've botched it all up, and off we go, never to be seen again. Yep. It's wrong, isn't it? It's got to change. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. They should be held accountable. If they're going to take on that position and the responsibility, they should show true and say, hold their hands up and say, yep, we made a mistake. And why does the government the allow them to get away with it? I mean, because if any government department got up to that kind of debt, then people would be asking questions. Go ahead, yeah, Mark. The, 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 get away with it. the government get away with it. So the councils will get away with it. It's absolutely corrupt all the way through, top to bottom. Yeah, it's wrong. And the only way we can get rid of it is by getting rid of the voting system and changing the voting system. Yeah. And so that everybody's vote votes for you and reform. Is that right? Uh, well, I didn't really want to push that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, you know Mark. At, at the very least they should they should what you said hold their hands up but i just think that at least again they should not be allowed back into politics if, you, if you've caused that much chaos yeah you should be there, I, there I, should be a rule now right you've gone and you, you're never coming back yeah, you should have a five-year ban minimum no yeah. total ban especially like when you do that Come let's on. start at the beginning and just get five years and get rid of them indeed mm. indeed well their their debt level is bigger than Croydon and Birmingham. It's massive. I mean, Warrington is going to be a big story when all the details of this comes out. I'm just hoping that some of these investments are, <laughs> you know, are going to give the national newspapers something shady to have a go at. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, I've got one other update as well. Go on. Which is hot off the press today because somebody asked me for my opinion. 
Oh, go on. It's at this moment, as we speak, Panorama and Newsnight and investigating Warrington Council. Oh, what? Wow, I wouldn't believe a word they say. Well, I mean, Panorama's got what, a Warrington bit... or Panorama and Both Newsnight? Both of them, to be honest. Panorama's history is not good. Well, no, yeah, well, it's... Got... Panorama at the moment is looking for, looking for um, witnesses, etc. And yeah, they'll just make them up if they don't find any. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, that I mean, has it... been known. That has been known. Well, at least, proven. at least something is happening. Whether it be you know, yeah. whether they're going to dig anything up or not, I don't know. But any little bit will help me because I'm just like I say, I'm just a in, like a piggy muck at the moment. I'm rolling around <laughs> indeed, and indeed. And I knew what you were going to say there, so I'm just going to do something now. Okay. <laughs> We knew what you were going to say. We knew it. You were going to say a pig and shh. No, 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 no. I was going to say a pig You were. Up. You were. <laughs> we knew it. We know it. Anyway, all right, let's move it on and let's call it. Well, isn't that wonderful to be able to do that and to turn around? So we've got access to Steve's digital account. So you let's all have a nice digital... I did say that bell, that ice cream man that we normally hear. I yeah, didn't say it. We are going for it. So Steve is going to go to his digital bank account and he's going to find that it is a little bit empty. Empty. Because we are having a nice drink. So what's it to be for you, the gazelle? Well, I'm on a pint of the finest Peroni, I tell you. I've been celebrating since last weekend. Okay. And... And... Stats man, what would you like? What's the most expensive thing on the menu? Uh, we'll just do it then. <laughs> Give me three of them. Three of them. Three of them. <laughs> All of the most expensive stuff. Because he's not here and he didn't give us any reasoning. So you're not missed, Steve. We didn't miss you. Thanks very much. Thank um, you. And uh, that's the one. And I actually hope it's nothing serious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll turn around and he'll just say, You, you, you. <laughs> and I'm going to say, Yes. <laughs> Yes, we're guilty, we're yeah, guilty. I'll tell you what, I hope it's not as well because we feel really awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, we feel really awful. We'll be, we'll be, be at a funeral like the like the Monty Python team. <laughs> Do you remember that? When John Cleese <laughs> got up and he turned around about Graham and he just turned around and he said, he was a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the church just burst out laughing. Graham Chapman. Oh, that was so funny. Okay, well, okay. Shout outs, shout downs, let's go. Well, I tell you what, if I may start, I've got an absolutely new, unique one tonight. We have never had this on all our podcasts. Ooh. Okay. Right, I'll give you my shout down. Gasps. And my shout down is to Russ Bowden and Kathy and Michelle. Staying in their posts for far too long. Yep. As my town has suffered with their debt mounting. Yep. They should have gone years ago. Yep. Good riddance to them. Goodbye. Goodbye and good riddance. Is that what he's saying? Good riddance. Go away. Yep. Now, my shout out. Oh, wait a minute. Is this because the Raven's not here? You're taking advantage. I know what you're doing. Yeah, no, man's very, very Actually, you've uh, got to, I mean, all right, you know, you've been giving apt. four free mutes. Four free mutes. Go on. I've got three mutes, yeah, because I backed the landlord to the hill. Yep. So my shout-out now is to my two very good friends. Stats doing and li- landlord. 
<laughs> no, yeah. we're doing the right thing. Now, you will probably never know the full amount of people that you have delighted. Okay. And this shout-out goes to Russ Bowden and Kathy Mitchell. <laughs> Long may you both be out of local politics. There you go. <laughs> so they've had a shout-out. And they've had a shutdown. Okay. Statsman, go ahead. Well, with Christmas approaching, I just thought I'd give everyone the heads up. You've got to buy early to avoid disappointment. The, the Labour councillor advent calendar's out. You open a window, <laughs> and if they leave that day, you get 10 grand. But that's not all. Don't forget as well, for Christmas present, this will make a cracking gift. The new Labour councillor bingo game. You buy the cards with random councillor <laughs> picks on, and then someone calls the names randomly and the winner is the first card with four councillors still serving <laughs> <laughs> very good very and that uh, was thanks to the friend of uh, the gazelles there bill indeed <laughs> indeed well i have to say that i'm not going to give a shout out or a shout down i'm just going to say thank god that is all over and i have to say thank heavens for small mercies because steve wasn't here He's all right. <laughs> no? uh, no, what do you mean? He's with me, so don't worry about him. How about that, Jonas? Okay. You take care of him, Jonas. Well, indeed, indeed. I don't know about Elaine. <laughs> she might have something to say about that. Okay, well, this is it. We're going to say... Good night, goodbye. Alvina Zane. Yes, after the uh, words of all uh, of a very good funeral, everybody's good funeral is as now the end is it's near. That's <laughs> it. They should be going even quicker, I tell you. Say goodnight, stats man. I'll say farewell to all our lovely listeners and to those uh, people who've resigned in Warrington. Farewell. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody so joining long. them? Come on, come on, join the queue. Get uh, out Dan, of here. In, uh, in, good, uh, in good stem, keeping me Stephen, who's not here tonight. I'd like to say to uh, Kathy and Ross, bye! Yeah, that's it. They're on their way. They're on their way. Well, you know, it's it's a retirement, isn't it? Yeah. Don't forget mm-hmm. that they've had a pension that you've been paying into. Yeah, don't worry about that. They won't live long for long enough to spend it. Don't worry <laughs> Do you reckon? That? <laughs> the devil takes them. All right, okay. All right, so uh, we get the impression that you don't like them. Okay, that's fine. All right, okay. No.